0: So Michael Popak, Legal AF, you got to look deep inside motions filed by any of the 19 co-conspirators in Georgia to find out the truth. Buried within Jeff Clark, former Department of Justice, number three or four lawyer, an environmental lawyer who tried to overthrow democracy by weaponizing the Department of Justice, his motion That looks on its face to be a motion for extension of time to do something buried within it is what he's really trying to do. He's arguing to the state court judge that ultimately he will win, Jeff Clark, in a motion that he's filed in federal court, not only to bring the case against him to federal court, okay, in the, in the RICO racketeering conspiracy case involving Donald Trump, but that because there's any one federal officer that may be involved that has federal defenses and was operating within the color of his federal or her federal office, the whole case, all 19, have to be tried across the street in the, in the federal courthouse, not in the state courthouse. So if Jeff Clark has his way, uh, then Judge McAfee won't be presiding over anything, it'll be Judge Jones, an Obama appointee, over in federal court. Now let me just answer a question right up front as to why they're doing this and then we'll talk about what what happens next. The ones that want to get to federal court, Mark Meadows, um, maybe Rudy Giuliani, certainly Jeff Clark, probably Donald Trump. They want to get over there because they think, A, first, steamroller Fawny Willis and the Georgia process is moving at such a high velocity And at a rocket docket, they want to slow things down. Georgia law moves criminal cases very quickly, and they don't care whether you were the former president or former member of the Department of Justice or anything else. As you can see, you're going to move quickly through the the meat grinder, and they don't like that. They want to slow it down and get over to federal court, which what they think will be a slower process. That's one. Two, they want to get on a fast track to a federal appellate system, 11th Circuit Court of Appeals in Atlanta, which they have an automatic right to go to if they lose on the issue of taking the case to federal court, which gets decided out of first instinct by Judge Jones and then a fast track to the U.S. Supreme Court. Plus, they, if they have to try the case, they want to try it over at federal court, federal precedent and all of that and a federal jury pool, which is slightly broader than the one in Fulton County, Atlanta. That's the reason they want to go over there. You'd think they want to stay in state court because they got they got a judge that on paper looks perfect for them. 34 years old, not experienced federalist society. Who does that sound like? Judge Cannon down in Florida. But for whatever reason, Judge McAfee doesn't seem to be striking them the same, and they want to get over to federal court. Buried in Jeff Clark's papers on page three, I mean, of, of an eight-page paper, he's saying, "I don't, I just don't want an extension, Judge. I'm going to win, he says, my attempt to remove the case from state to federal court, and um, if any aspect under 11th circuit precedent any aspect of the case has a federal officer federal defense involved then the entire case so the argument goes all 19 get to go to federal court first of all i'm not sure he's right about that when it comes to a sprawling 19 person conspiracy under the state's rico statute he might be able to get his case tried alone in federal court but i don't think that necessarily drags or that he has long coattails to take everybody with him, but it is an indication to me for the first time that the defenses the defense lawyers, all nineteen of them, are now starting to cooperate. In the beginning, I thought, especially with arrest and arraignment and all that, that there was a very, there was like a lack of cooperation among the lawyers. now i'm starting to see it's like artificial intelligence. they're starting to learn from their mistakes, and I think they're talking more. And I think this is not just a motion brought or attempt brought by Clark alone, but I think Donald Trump is watching and knows what's going on, as is his lawyer. So that's one. The other aspect that people always ask, and I want to get it straight here on this hot take, is that even if it goes to federal court to try, it doesn't convert the case through a, fit of, a feat of alchemy into a federal crimes case to allow for a presidential pardon in the future. Presidents can only pardon federal crimes. This is still a state case, a state crime case, a state indictment, a state prosecutor. Everything stays the same except the judge presiding in the jury pool and the appellate and the appeal process. Okay, that's it. It matters, apparently, to some of these co-defendants, but they're all they're like crabs in a bucket and, and they're all going in every which way. Some want to go run off the federal court and take the whole case with them. Some want to go to federal court and just take their case with them. Some want to stay in, stay in uh, Fulton County, Georgia with Judge McAfee, but they want to do it really fast. And the judge says, fine, how about in October, which is now where Ken Chesbro and Sidney Powell's trial are set. Others oh, are saying, no, we don't want to go really fast. We'll stay in state court, but slow it down, Judge. So they're all over the place pushing and pulling. The judge has called for a hearing tomorrow where he's going to look the um, prosecutor, Fannie Willis' team, in the eye, along with all the other lawyers present, and ask her what what she legitimately reasonably believes is is the amount of time necessary to try a 19-person criminal RICO case, and how many witnesses is she going to put on. My gut is we're gonna hear numbers like eight to 10 weeks for the trial in total, and somewhere upwards of 660 witnesses. That's my prediction based on my experience trying 35 cases around this country. Have you heard of senescent cells, also known as zombie cells? These old, worn-out cells no longer serve a useful function for our health, wasting our energy and nutritional resources. These zombie cells tend to accumulate in our bodies as we age, leading to the aches, slow workout recoveries, and sluggish mental and physical energy associated with that middle-age feeling. Our sponsor, Neurohacker, packs seven of the most science-backed senolytic ingredients into one formula called Qualia Senolytic. And you can take it just two days a month for fast, noticeable benefits and a much better aging process. Senolytic ingredients are science-backed to support our body's natural elimination of zombie cells. My body and energy levels feel about 15 years younger after just a couple of months of adding Qualia Senolytic to my diet. I love how easy it is to take. Having more physical and mental energy for my family and friends is such a win in how I show up for those I love. My productivity has doubled. I feel invigorated and enthusiastic again with the daily drive and enthusiasm to get things done. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and the ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in the combined effect of all ingredients together. It's also backed by a 100-day money-back guarantee. So you have almost three months to try Qualia at no financial risk and decide for yourself. If you're in your late 20s or older, Adding Qualia Senolytic to your diet can play a crucial role in combating negative aging symptoms. Go to neurohacker.com legal for up to 50% off Qualia Senolytic. And as a listener of Legal AF, use code legal at checkout for an extra 15% off your first purchase. That's neurohacker.com legal to try Qualia Senolytic with code legal and start aging on your terms. That's where we are. Now, see, if you just rely on the docket entries, oh, Jeff Clark filed a motion for extension of time, you'd miss the headline. The lead is buried. And the lead that's buried is he's trying to drag the entire case with 19 people over to federal court. And now it's up to Stephen Jones, federal judge, Northern District Obama appointee as the last firewall. But before he gets there, Jeff Clark's going to have to ultimately make a decision about whether he's going to take the stand to try to get this procedural thing to happen in his favor. He's going to have to waive the Fifth Amendment, get on the stand and let Fawny Willis do what she just did to Mark Meadows, the former chief of staff for Donald Trump, in proving that he perjured himself. Mark Meadows perjured himself because he said on the stand, having waived his Fifth Amendment right to try to keep the case in federal court, uh, that he had no role in the organization of the um, fake electors, in coordinating the fake electors. When email after text after email said the opposite. In fact, it's it's right there on several pages of the Jan 6 special select committee report about Jeff Clark and the very email that Fonny Willis used against him to cross-examine him and prove that he'd perjured himself. And yes, perjury is another type of crime that can be prosecuted by the federal uh, Department of Justice, U.S. Attorney in the Northern District of Georgia, because it happened in front of a federal judge in a federal process and by Fawnie Willis. So, it's a double, it's a double crime. So, Jeff Clark is either going to let his lawyers try to argue the law, right? And not let their guy take the stand because Mark Meadows went first and got his head handed to him, or he's going to have to take the stand and then give Fawny Willis the ability to get what normally prosecutors don't get, which is a chatty, talkative uh, under oath fifth amendment waived defendant before their trial okay so that's going to play out one way or the other on the 18th of september when jeff clark's uh, motion or attempt to remove his case from state to federal court is heard we're going to follow all these things because when it happens we try to catch it look at it analyze it explode it and reassemble it here for you on hot takes just like this one, one place, the Midas Touch Network YouTube channel. So we've gone over already, Jeff Clark burying the lead, trying to take all 19 across the street to try the case in federal court, not state court, and telling Judge McAfee, can you give me an extension of time so I can do all that? Now look, this is all going to play out in the next couple of days, because Judge McAfee's chamber rules, which which are the rules of the road the operator's manual the owner's manual for his courtroom says the following one um everything's televised so this hearing with faunny willis about setting the trial and how many days and how many witnesses we're going to see that on 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 television (laughs) on youtube and the midas touch network and commentators are going to be able to talk about it that's this week in addition to that Uh, We also learned that from the judge's chamber rules that as soon as the last arraignment, which was today, he's going to issue a specialized custom bespoke order about process. And he'll be able to address what's going on with Jeff Clark as because, of course, the state court judge recognizes that there's a small subset of his 19 that are across the street in federal court. You know, he doesn't have, you know, justice is blind, but the judge doesn't have blinders on. And so we'll have to watch how that develops. The place for you to learn about the law, the intersection of U.S. law and politics in cases like this one is right where you're at. The Midas Touch YouTube channel. Free subscribe. Help them get to two million. You can follow me on all things social media at MS Popak. And every Wednesday and Saturday, we pull it all together and curate a podcast just like this one. You like hot takes? I like them. You're going to love our podcast. It's called Legal AF. Yes, it's what you think. And instead of just me talking to a microphone and you, I have a co anchor. Wednesdays, it's former prosecutor Karen Friedman, Igniflow. Saturdays, it's Ben Mysalis, a civil rights lawyer and a founder of the Midas Touch Network. And, uh, you know, we'll do about an hour there. We'll do five or six stories. You can catch us there. You can catch us on YouTube. You can catch us everywhere you get your audio podcasts from, Google, Spotify, Apple, all of that. And I keep doing these hot takes, and I'm going to keep doing them to keep you informed about what's happening at that intersection. I sit at that intersection of law and politics. And until the next hot take, this is Michael Popak, Legal AF. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.